we welcome you now to a true church perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis. In our society, many seek their identity in things of the world. First John 2 and 15 says, love not the world, meaning don't get your identity from the world. Neither get it from the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is what? Oh, you're only gonna you're gonna get your identity from two places: the Father or the world. Period. Your earthly father is there as a model to show you how to get identity from your heavenly father. When your father is not present, it's going to be a little harder, but you can still get your identity from God. Amen? You can still get it from him. It's going to be harder, but you can still do it. Got a whole lot of testimonies of that right in here. Without proper upbringing or a good set of values, people begin. And, you know, I teach this stuff because you can't just willy-nilly get mad and divorce. That's, that's what causes it. You thinking that you and her couldn't get along and you're going to sit the child down and explain to the child why mom and daddy aren't going to be living together no more. Like the child is going to even have any frame of reference of what you're talking about. Well, you see, mommy's got her house now. And daddy has his house and we're not going to be together, but we still love you the same. But in the, in the child's mind, you know what the child hears? Daddy doesn't like you as much as mommy because mommy's going to be here and daddy's not. And that's just a setup. It's a setup to put something in the child. So when they get older, they'll trust Heavenly Father, because they couldn't trust earthly Father. Can I preach the truth in here? Amen. Without proper upbringing, a good or a good set of values, people begin to search for their purpose in things that are harmful to others. That's the difference. God's purpose for you doesn't harm anyone else. His purpose for you helps everyone else. But your purpose for you harms other people. Isn't that something? What you want to do is hurting somebody. Man, that's good. Y'all just looking at me like it wasn't wasn't good? (laughs) What you want to do at the end of the day is going to hurt somebody. But what God has for you helps everyone. Yeah. Thank you, whoever that was that clapped. (laughs) First John 2 and 11. But he that hateth his brother is what? Now, people see this and like, man, but I love my brother. Not if you're doing things that hurt them. If you're embracing things that hurt your brother, you hate them according to God. And that means you're in darkness. You go to the strip club, you're in darkness. You hate your brother. You taking money from a girl who's disenfranchised enough to get up there and, and, and strip? You paying her demise. You are sowing into her hurt. You in darkness, bro. So he that hated his brothers in darkness and walketh in darkness and don't even know where he's going because that darkness has done what? Blinded his eyes. He can't even see who he's hurting. Our value and worth should come from the giving of ourselves, not taking from others. When we jeopardize the values of others to get value, we become what? When we jeopardize the 
the values of others to get value, we're, we're what God hates. We're a stumbling block. That means we are preventing people from getting help, from being better, from going to heaven. We, you stopping people from going to heaven? Romans 14 and 13, let us not therefore judge one another anymore, but judge this rather. He says, so quit all this foolish judging that you're doing by sight. And this. Let, let, let's judge this right here, that no man put a stumbling block or an occasion to fall in his brother's way. When you release that music, you put an occasion for your brother to fall in his way. These folks ain't famous. They're infamous. Dude, you on God's hit list. He got hell for you and everybody that's following you. These guys, they have no idea. They think they just going to record something, get famous, but that's at someone else's expense. That's at someone else's demise. You rich rolling around in a Bentley, sending somebody to hell? A true believer gets their value from what God ordained for them. God is our creator, so only he can give us authentic value and worth. Only the creator can tell you, only the manufacturer can tell you what his contents are worth. Yeah, only he has the manual. He made you, he has the manual to show you how you should operate. It's called the Bible. Amen? God is our creator, so only he can give us authentic value. Psalms 139 and 14. I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully what? I'm what? Fearfully and what? That means God made you wonderfully. So your wonderful identity is in him. Amen. You don't have to be a scoochie. That's somebody who doesn't know their identity. People don't wake up one day and decide to be a scoochie. They just keep find, looking for their identity in man after man after man after man, sleeping with all of them. And eventually they become a scoochie. Right? Men don't decide to be whack. No man waking up. Well, what do you want to be in class? What do you want to be when you grow up? Whack. He ain't thinking that, but then he starts trying to find his identity in things in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, the pride of life, and he becomes whack. He didn't consult the manual. He didn't talk to the manufacturer. Can I keep preaching in here? When we are born again, we are restored back to the place we were created for. The new creation is really a restoration of God's original plan and laying down our plan. So when we become a new creation, we're really becoming the original creation. Because we're born not the original creation, because we're born into sin and shaping into iniquity. So we're really being just restored back to what we were created for in the first place. First Peter 1 and 23, being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible seed. Meaning when you were born of your mother and father, you were born of the corruptible seed. But when we're born again, we're born of the incorruptible by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. Amen. Hope this is not too deep for you. Y'all getting this? 
Worldliness and carnal desires must be replaced with righteousness and godly desires. Then our value and esteem will come from our creation purpose and not circumstantial dispositions. Meaning your life is because of what happened to you. That's why you are like you are. That's bogus and baloney in this church. You are not going to come in this church and plead, I'm like this because somebody hurt me. Look at somebody and say, get over it. You better get over it. How do you get over it? Forgive. Forgi- Look at somebody and say, forgive. Look at somebody and say, you better go on and forgive them. Man, unforgiveness don't last long in here because it always manifests as discord and foolishness. A person that haven't forgiven going to start messing the church. Oh, yes, you will. You going to start some rucus. Because you ain't let something go. You going to try to find all the people that still holding on to stuff. And have them over to eat. Then our value and esteem will come from his creative purposes, not circumstantial disposition. First John 3 and 7. Little children, let no man deceive you. He that doeth righteousness is what? Why do, why, would, why do the five percenters and stuff stand on the street corner? Brother, be righteous. But brother, you be righteous. Are you doing righteousness? If you're not doing righteousness, you're not righteous. Brother, you're going to go home and beat your girlfriend, sleep with your baby mama, and then come back on the street corner with a Bible talking about be righteous. You ain't doing righteousness. He, he said, don't let anybody trick you. If he's not doing righteousness, he's not righteous. He that doeth righteousness is righteous, even as God or he is righteous. Amen? Are you saved, brother? Well, yeah, I'm saved. You're doing righteousness? <laughs> Bruh, <laughs> you ain't saved. He, you got to do righteousness. But, but, I mean, but it ain't about works. It ain't about work. Man, don't you try to misuse that scripture. It's not about works that you can earn your way to salvation. But it is about works when it comes to faith because faith without works is dead. Self-worth issues will always try to pull us back into feeling worthless or void of purpose this is why you got to get your esteem in check amen because self-worth issues is going to always pull you back into feeling worthless and void of purpose these feelings are propagated by worldly themes and ideology so the more scoochie shows you watch you'll start looking at your scoochie past and start feeling what scoochie <laughs> my mama just looking like where did i go wrong Yeah, so the more that foolishness, man, I mean, I don't understand. You sat at home all day and watched all that foolishness. And ain't going to email me, Pastor, I'm just struggling with depression. But why are you depressed? I mean, my past is so bad. Well, I mean, aren't you a new creation? Aren't you better now? Whatever. Well, yeah, but well, turn off the housewives of Atlanta. Quit watching the stuff you used to do all the time. Turn off straight out of... Some of y'all shouldn't have ever watched Straight Out of Compton because you were straight out of Compton. You can't watch it if you were straight out of there. 
movie took you back, woke up the next day with a bandana on. You don't even know how it got on you. Crip walked to the car. Don't even know why. Just, man, what? 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 Dude, you can't say. <laughs> why you watch that? And you know, you know you killed people. No, no, no. I'm not even being funny. And it's a folk that doesn't kill some folks. And that's okay if you got it right with the Lord. And you, you, you're a new creation and that's not your past anymore. But man, you, dude, you can't be watching The Shining. Red Rum. Well, you can't watch that little boy. <laughs> what am I talking about? But you can't. Some stuff you can't watch, man. You got to watch chick flicks. Because anything that gets your pressure up, you might revert. Yeah. Yeah. I did it. Straight out of Compton, I tried to watch it. Couldn't finish it. I'll never watch that again ever because that's back in my beat making days. I don't want to be reminded of them and what I, all the fights I had with them crazy Jerry curls. When we were starting EX Ministries, all them death threats and all the stuff they did to me. I don't want to be reminded of none of that. So I ain't watching it. When I was young, I was, I was bad. I was pretty bad. But I always thought that at night, my mama had a collection of clowns in the house. And I was bad, but I mean, I would look down the hall and them clowns would be moving or something. So I don't like those. So I ain't watching it. I sat and tried, I ain't, I'll be honest, I sat in front of that because I was going to watch it just to see the difference between the old one and the new one, just a few minutes or whatever. Can't do it. I can't do it, man, because that brought back some stuff in me that I just, I, I can't, no, I got deliverance from clowns. I don't need, I don't need to be scared to get out of bed and pray because I see some eyes in the dark or something. I mean, I just, I'm not going to do that. So some stuff I just don't watch because I don't want it pulling me back into where I used to be. Making me feel worthless because it's reminding me of my old self. And that's not just movies and stuff. That's people too. You got to get away from people that remind you of your scoochie days. Lil Ray Ray. Lil Ray Ray is 50 now. He ain't, ain't nothing little about him. That's a big old man now. He was Lil Ray Ray when y'all was 14. But you don't need to be in contact with him. He's pulling you back and reminding you of your past. Man, I'm preaching in this place. But it's just so hard, Pastor. I mean, ooh, it, just, it ain't that hard. The problem is you've surrounded yourself with enticers. Everything is enticing you. It's hard on you because look at everything around you. You're friends with everybody you was always friends with. You watch anything that comes out. You haven't assessed yourself to see what you are good at taking, what you can handle, and what you can't, and put up some perimeters. Now, we going to see girls night out. Well, I can't go see that. 
because there's some strippers in there, and child, I used to date one. You better let the truth be known. I, y'all, I can't, I can't go see that. I'll catch y'all on the next movie when it's rated PG. Yeah, and I say that because I'm the one going to get the email. Oh, Pastor, how do you stop the feelings? <laughs> Stay out of there. These feelings are propagated by worldly things and ideology. 1 John 2 and 16. For all that is in the world. Y'all, if the world made it, the Bible says all that's in it. The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. It's not of the Father, but it is what? Of the world. We must be careful what we put in ourselves because if we fill our being with too much carnality, we will doubt our godly value. Yeah, you keep filling yourself with carnality, carnality, especially single ladies. We're going to talk about it a little bit tonight. You'll start looking for, to be unequally yoked. Well, maybe God want me to get him saved because you done gave up, on, gave up on, on, on a dude that is saved finding you. Why did you give up? Because everything around you made you give up. You filled yourself with too much carnality. You don't feel worthy of a good saved man. So you done now you dragging the net at the bottom. Might as well go down to the laundromat, see what's hanging around there. <laughs> the, the pool in the apartments. Let me see who's hanging around there. You know. <laughs> yeah. But you had high I'm gonna get it. God's gonna bless me with a save man. We're gonna have a save household, whatever. The, that was you. Two years later, well, you know. Hair and teeth. That's about it. That's a that's a holy great. Does he have hair and teeth? Then I date him. <laughs> yeah, what happened? What happened to the save man? What well, I mean, he, hair and teeth can be saved. He just gotta pray. <laughs> <laughs> Romans 8 and 6. For to be carnally minded is what? What is it? To be carnally minded is what? But to be spiritually minded is what? Not just life. Life and what? In order to truly overcome low esteem issues, we must fill our hearts and minds with what God says about us. The more God we surround ourselves with, the stronger we, we will become. But pastor, I keep the word network on all day. Well, that's your problem. That's worse than it. I'd rather watch it than Jamal Bryant. I'd rather meet it than Jamal Bryant. I'd rather fight it. <laughs> Let me hear this message. Lord have mercy. <laughs> but the more God we surround ourselves with, what happens? The stronger we will become. Romans 8 and 5. For they that are after the flesh are going to do what? Mind the things of the flesh. You surround yourself with flesh, you're going to be fleshly. All your friends unsaved, you're going to be fleshly. 
Everybody you talk to in private, oh, that's my dog. That's my, they ain't saved. You're going to be fleshly. Yeah. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh. But they that are after the spirit, the things of what? The spirit. Summary. Man, this was a good message, wasn't it? Mm. Our present-day recreational engagements, entertainment, etc., are largely dominated by a worldly agenda that seeks to disseminate our self-worth. The world promotes things to make us feel lower, less than, and inferior to others. Celebrities, artists, Athletes and even politicians are constantly paraded before us to make us feel like our simple lives are inadequate and that we are missing out on something. Yeah, that's all it's for. Popular TV shows, social media outlets are wired to show you what you do not have, what others have, and how they should be lifted up because of what they have. This propaganda is the enemy's weapon against our esteem to make us what? Discontent. It's all it is. You, you watch social media. You watch YouTube videos. You watch, sit and watch that stuff. You're going to start feeling like you're missing out on something. Is it really worth this fight? Is the Lord really real? Is there really a God? You'll start asking yourself that because the people you are spending all your time watching, they don't believe him. How you going to put that in you all day and don't put the word in you and think you still going to be a, a strong believer? You're going to be a doubter. You're going to sit in this service and doubt him. Because you're filling yourself with the words and the actions of doubters. We fail to balance our entertainment. When we fail to balance our entertainment and social media time with God's righteousness and learning of him, our yoke becomes too hard and our burdens become what? Heavy. So what God could really help you deal with, you can't deal with because you don't spend no time with him dealing with it. You spend time watching folks that decided not to deal with it. We then begin to doubt the love of God or his true purpose for us. Man, you'll get in a train of thought and just find yourself doubting everything you once believed. This mindset causes us to long for things that bring temporary satisfaction, but inadvertently does what? Harm others. You're going to hurt somebody else to get what you want. That's the only thing you can do if you're not doing it God's way. But God's plan for us blesses others, blesses us as well as others. We must fill our hearts and our minds with God's righteousness and his purpose for us. We must be careful what we continuously put in our hearts and who we are spending time with. These influences can deposit low self-worth and value into us. So we must ensure that our value is coming from the creator and not the creation. Matthew 11 and 27 says, all things are delivered unto me of my father. And no man knoweth the son, but the father. Neither knoweth any man the father, 
save the son and he to whomsoever the son will reveal him. Come unto me. This is Christ taking a position telling you, man, you're not going to know the father unless you know me. And you're not going to know the father. You're not going to know me unless I reveal myself to you. But he's not going to reveal himself to you if you have a fetish for the world. If the world is what you want, you won't get Christ revealed to you. So your heavy burdens you're going to carry. Your heavy burdens you're going to create. That's why right after that he says, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden and what? I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Learn of me. For I am meek and lowly in heart. I ain't somewhere trying to be famous, trying to be known, trying to be seen, trying to get likes and trying to get views. He says, I'm meek and lowly in heart. And ye can find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy. And my burden is what? Light. Everyone stand to your feet. My yoke is easy is what he's saying. And his burdens are light. So he's saying, come unto me. Take on what I have for you. Because what God has for you is not going to hurt anyone. Especially you. And that's what they don't realize. A lot of these folks that do things that hurt others for money, it hurts them as well. Their lives are really a wreck. We were watching me and uh, Lennon was coming from the, the game the other night, uh, the, the Mavs game, and there was a Dallas Cowboy there, Hall of Famer, three rings, dude, just, and he was walking down the street, and we thought he was a homeless dude. He had a thing of popcorn, and he was just waddling by himself and just eating popcorn or whatever, and uh, we thought he was a homeless dude that got some popcorn from somebody. And I said, no, man, that's uh, so-and-so. I don't want to say his name. You might be related to him. I said, that's so-and-so from Dallas Cowboys. Atlanta said, man, I thought he was a homeless bum. But come to find out, did a little research about him, whatever, and he made his whole life about football. That's all he ever invested in. That's all he ever loved. That's all he ever talked. That's all he ever did. So multiple divorces, multiple babies out of wedlock, baby mamas, all he got all that drama. So, of course, all his money's gone. And he was just walking down the street as if he didn't even exist. Because at that point, the rings didn't matter. What he used to be, could have be, been, his name up on the Hall of Fame wall in the, in the uh, Cowboy State. None of that matters now because he didn't invest in anything else. What he decided to do in the life he decided to leave, to lead, began to hurt other people. Now he's paying for that. And you will pay for that. Because you can't embrace something that's going to hurt others and think you're going to do good with it. It is not well to do. Amen? We got to do what God wants us to do because it not only blesses us, but it helps others. Amen? Everyone bow your heads. God, your divine purpose, we just thank you, Lord, because your creation plan for us, your purpose for us, who you've made us to be, who you chose us to be. Lord, we just thank you, God, because you know things about us that we don't know. We want to do what you want us to do. 
For some of us, God, it's just that world, that temptation, secularism, the music, the, the shows, the, the, the social media, all of that. God, we are just too wrapped up into that. And it's in our way of finding our true purpose. At the end of the day, we still question who we are because we're constantly filling ourselves with entertainment from those who don't know who they are. So I pray right now, God, that you would help us, Lord. Help us, God, to get away from some of these things. Go on a fast, Lord. Separate ourselves from the world. Lord, pull ourselves out of this carnality, that carnal realm that keeps reminding us of our history, who we once were, what we did, what we didn't do, what we should have done, what we did wrong. Father God, that you would pull us out of that. Help us spend time in your word to find out who we should be, who you intend for us to be, what you have for us. The world is making us miss it. So I pray right now, God, that you would give us strength and courage to stand strong against the world and draw nigh unto you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You've been listening to A True Church Perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis, founder of EX Ministries and pastor of the Adamant Believers Council in North Richland Hills, Texas. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to be a financial blessing to us, please send your donation to EX Ministries, P.O. Box 24870, Fort Worth, Texas 76124, or donate online at exministries.com. Thank you.